millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Greetings, everybody. Welcome back to Quick Resume Podcast. We've got leaks today. We've got leaks all around, every body part covered in leaks. Um, if you haven't been keeping up with the news, we're going to be touching on it today. Thanks for joining us. My name is Deck, and I'm joined by Timmy Wimmy Pumpkin Pie. <laughs> Hi, buddy. Worst intro you've ever given me to the show, Timmy Wimmy oh. Pumpkin Pie. But uh, <laughs> I don't even know like why I'm being referenced as pumpkin pie but thanks, no, you, don't, you don't ask why you ask why not and then you just go from there you know i've never had pumpkin pie before yeah neither have i no yeah i can't i don't like pumpkin right as a general yeah, i don't like pumpkin either so i can't imagine is it sweet is pumpkin pie sweet yeah i think so i think the thing is the people that you meet that like pumpkin fucking love pumpkin like they're ecstatic about yeah, it. the only thing they yeah. speak about <laughs> yeah they're obsessed with it yeah it's like everyone goes mental for the whole like starbucks like pumpkin spice latte season oh, like, yeah. in october i've never had one in my life like i imagine they're probably I... all right you know when it's just a bit of spice and in, in a latte or something but yeah it's weird because uh... i've noticed that they've started like abbreviating the name now they, they just sell the psl is back and i was like psl what are you on about and it, it like two <laughs> days later i was like oh my god i like i know all about it but yeah, yeah, it's so weird. It's like a cult following, <laughs> the pumpkin spice latte. It's weird, yeah. But anyway, this has been our <laughs> pumpkin podcast. So thanks. Tune in for next week. Please tune yeah. in next week. We'll talk about butternut squash next week. Uh, yeah. But um, no, I'm good, man. Yeah, I'm good. Um, yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty tired today. You know, I'm, I'm relatively low energy, but I did have like a mocha, like, a couple of hours ago so hopefully that will uh that'll keep me going you know um mm. i was i was i was at the coffee shop and i was like i need caffeine but i also need sugar and i feel like i feel like coffee wise you know mocha is the way to go just to get both those things you know so, definitely oh it's a great idea yeah so uh but yeah no how's uh how's everything with you man you good how's it yeah i mean i'm i'm okay i um i i was gonna bring it in here but i, I decided against it because otherwise the temptation to just chew on them at the mic would be there and i like went to a haribo outlet earlier well not it was oh, like yeah. part of a shopping place that i went to and they did like a proper pick and mix they had like boxes and boxes of stuff you could buy but i was kind of like you know i want a bit of everything and they did mm. one of the old school ones where you just buy a tub and you just fill it up there's no weighing there's no like nonsense where you have to go back and they check how much you No, you just get like wow. a little takeaway box like a chinese takeaway box and it just literally the only rule is make sure you can close the top but no one was yeah. monitoring it and so like by the time i was like i was like stuffing it in like trying to get more jelly yeah. snakes and frogs in um and they're closed and it's like there's like a rip at the top where i've like forced it closed. oh nice man get <laughs> I, so I got, worth. 
exactly i did get my money's worth but yeah not bad at all you know so i'm, I'm looking forward to digging into that but it's nice. that's really not an important life update but um <laughs> oh, no other is. than that <laughs> other than that um what, what have i done what's happened this week i guess i've just re- uh, received my third elite controller that's pretty cool oh. mm-hmm. really well yeah. made controllers everybody i mean they're and fantastic number- but they're they're their longevity is garbage garbage too it seems to be about six months for all of them before something mm-hmm. to, uh, something goes wrong um yeah this just irritating um but yeah i mean i, I, th- I think i've said on the show before I've, i if you want the elite controller i think is the best controller on the market but it's hard to recommend because the the bumper specifically seem to like get gammy after a particular period of time which is just so dumb so if you're gonna do it get insurance i did i got it on amazon for like i think it was like 13 pounds and it's three years of free returns and i've returned it like three uh, times yeah three times i've done it on three separate occasions um fairness because i've got amazon prime they literally just send it out the next day and then it's just like return over the next 30 days to your old one whenever you get a chance so it's just it's great mm-hmm. um so that's great new one feels nice <laughs> it's not covered in gamer goop oh, um God. <laughs> leave that up to your imagination and i finished wolfenstein this week as well nice which was pretty rad man i had a great time 8.5 um i don't know if i said this to you actually but like it got me really excited for like because obviously they're making the indiana jones game machine games are mm-hmm. and i was like man that's gonna be a good game because i was kind of like when I like, I've known about Wolfenstein for ages, but whenever like I saw it, I was just kind of like, "This is just kind of Doom, but Nazis instead of demons." Even though the similarities of the, you know, the Venn diagram is also almost a circle. Um, mm. So, but it, it kind of wasn't, and I don't know. It was like the shooting was way better in Doom. It's not bad in Wolfenstein. It's it's good. It's not great. It's like the um. And this is the thing. I'm such a I'm such a snob now for like shooting, and it's. It's really hard for something to get it right. Like the outer siege had this problem. Like the outer bounds, no, the inner bounds on the movement was too uh, much. So like it wouldn't move much, but then you'd get halfway, and then suddenly you'd start turning loads. That's that's what I mean when I say that. Um, which is fine, you know, you get used to it. But it's the, a lot of the shooter side player are a lot more smooth than that. So that was fine. Yeah. But the storytelling of it was just really good, and the voice acting was just really good. And I wasn't expecting it at all. Like the story was pretty cool as well, but it was just the way it was told. It was just very like um, I had high production value. It, it just felt oh like, yeah, it really yeah, yeah. really caught me off guard. Like what well, I really wasn't expecting it. Um, yeah, and there were like some light RPG elements in there as well. Like you you know you got some XP based on what you did, stuff like that. Um, yeah, wicked man, good good old time. That was a good old time. Mm. I'm really glad. Yeah. It. Yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, I haven't played the second one. Um, obviously, you went straight to the second one, skipping the first one. Um, yeah. I'm going to mention that so you get, if anyone's in the comments, they'll skewer you alive. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, man, yeah, I have heard they're pretty good. So uh, it is definitely one for my list. I've got things ahead of it, um, but it definitely is one for my list. Mm. Yeah, it's been, it's been on my, um, thing for i think since since it got announced to be on games pass i was like oh yeah i need to need to play that mm. yeah, yeah for sure one of, one of those um, ones that like the the acquisition the bethesda acquisition that i was like oh sweet because like i would have been a bit um like umming and ahhing unless i got a really good deal on it whether i would have actually played it but obviously like games pass just removes that out of mm-hmm. the equation so 
Yeah, it's a good time. Um, but yeah, no, it's been a it's been a it's been a big week for me gaming as well. I've actually completed a game this week. Shit, it's crazy. Add it to my. Tell list. us all about it. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you all about it. I don't want any spoilers. Because but... I'm pretty sure we started this conversation... Conversation? Conversation. <laughs> conversation in, like, episode, like, two or something. No, oh, I don't fucking out me. Oh, it's all right. It's just, like, you know... Yeah. You know, give episode us Episode two. This is 25. Anyway, go <laughs> on, Tim. Um, no, yeah, it does take me a while to get around to these things. But, um, yeah, man, it was good. Uh, I did totally enjoy it once I just sat down and played it. Um, I am a sucker for getting the atmosphere right for those sort of games, though. Um, so I sort of only played it sort of late at night, like eight o'clock onwards, you know, where it's dark. And I whip on the, I whip on the headphones, sit in a dark room and play it. I guess I'm just pretty sadistic like that. Um, <laughs> I just like to get the maximum experience out of a horror game, I guess. Um, yeah, it's kind of what you pay for, right? You, you, you pay for those heart-pounding moments and tense moments, which I don't feel like you get to the fullest extent if you play it like in the middle of the day with on like mm. TV sound, not headphones. But hey, I'm just, a, I guess I'm just a bit of a snob when it comes to that. Um, so. But yeah, man, it was really good. Um, I did really enjoy it. Uh, I think I clocked in probably like nine hours total completion time. So it's actually quite, it's quite a short game. Um, yeah, I knew it was quite short, but this um I remember going on the website, you know, how long to complete and seeing it was like, yeah, between nine and twelve for most people. Yeah, yeah. So I and I, I definitely could have done it quicker. Like I I did quite a lot of exploration and made sure I checked most areas and stuff like that. Um but yeah, I even saw there was a, I was curious because I, I only hit like fifty percent of the achievements, so I was quite curious. I was going through it. There's actually an achievement for completing the game in under three hours, uh, which Jeez. I found quite funny. Um, you know, which I I don't know. I I find it quite interesting because you know th- they still packed in a really good story. It didn't feel too short. It didn't feel too lengthy. It was just the right amount. But even though it did only clock in at like eight nine hours, um, and you know it's just it just goes to show, and the, you know they made that achievement for doing it in under three hours. It just goes to show that the devs are fully aware that you know they've made this story that's not particularly long, but it just kind of felt right. You know, there was there was probably like an element of they probably were sitting around the table like, should we make this longer? Should we pad it out? You know, could we do it in this sort of way? But you know, I think they probably ended up just not doing that, um, which I think was actually the right move to be honest. Um, sure, yeah, you're spending it's... sixty pounds on a on a nine hour game, but uh, there was an element of me that did want to go back and play it again, and I think I totally would have if my backlog wasn't already so high. Um, because I genuinely almost clicked new game and, and went to play it on the harder difficulty. But I've just got so much on my backlog that it just feels like it would be a waste of time. Uh, I, I want to experience other things. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a good game. I highly recommend. I'll give it a, about an 8.5 um, out of 10. Um, and yeah, it does a good job with the pacing. Uh, sort of beginning areas of the game are quite slow. We're not slow, but less actiony, less shooty shooty Call of Duty man, mm-hmm. um, and a, a little bit more tense. And then towards the end, it breaks that up by making it, you know, a bit more actiony and stuff like that. But it doesn't give you too much of it um, because that game is not fantastic uh, when it comes to shooting. It's it's passable, but it's not built for high octane shooting for long periods of time. 
so they kind of give it to you in very small chunks um but uh which i appreciate you know they they, they broke up the how was tall lady with that tall lady tall lady was fantastic <laughs> she's uh she's <laughs> she's right at the you. beginning of the game yeah, I did get step on me a few times. Yeah, I was like, "Oh no, she caught me!" <laughs> but like, oh no, <laughs> not again! Not for the twentieth oh, time. I'll have to clip um, it. <laughs> but yeah, she was uh, she was right at the beginning of the game. Uh, she's actually one of the uh, one of the the bosses you kill actually quite early. Um, so spoilers, I guess. But. You know, cool. if you play that game for more than a couple hours, you already know that. So whatever, not really spoilers. Um, but yeah, good game. I enjoyed it. I don't want to waffle on too much, but I completed the game. I did it. Good job, man. We're all proud of you. We're proud of you for completing that nine-hour game. Yeah, do you know what? It's um, you son of a bitch. Uh, that was it's, not it's... cool. That little backhanded comment. <laughs> yeah, sorry, man. It just came. It just came out. It like just comes out of me. It, it, it's a um, the, the like the shortness of the game is something that hasn't really followed it around, which I like. I am quite surprised about because, like, it, like because you see this shit in like console wars all the time when people are on Twitter. If like there's a Xbox game that's like sub twenty hours, you know, or or vice versa, a PlayStation game that's sub twenty hours, like you see people like, oh, it's not even worth your money. But like that's not. Maybe it is just something that gets. I wonder how it's sold because, like, I wonder how people I think are like it's sold reacting. Very, very well. Yeah, I know it. Rev- I know it was critically successful, and, and like, because it's Resi, I guess it maybe it already has the, the brand recognition on it. So maybe that was just enough to push to get good sales anyway. Because I mean, that's let's face it, that that is a very short game. You know, that that's a lot of money for not much content for your traditional game. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so it's, it, but it, like I said, it's it's not something that's really followed it around. Um, I don't see people really talking about it. So I think it's because a it, lot of people probably felt the way I felt about it when I was just explaining it. I just, it was just good. I, I was happy yeah. with how it started and how it concluded um, and all the characters inside it, you know, and that made me not really care about the runtime that much, um, yeah. to be honest. So I think, and I think it did sell quite well. It had a really good marketing campaign behind it. Um, I remember seeing so many ads for it all the time and it was so mysterious the way they did all of it, you know, with Chris Redfield, you know, seeming like a bad guy, you know, they were kind of, they, they, it was very similar to how Halo did their marketing for, for Halo 5, where they were just like, who's chief of bad guy? And it turns out it was just, you know, like horse shit. It was so anticlimactic when you actually no, got Halo 5. Pretty misleading that marketing, yeah, to be honest. Yeah, it was, yeah. It wasn't actually that misleading in 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 resi 5 uh resi 8 sorry um but yeah it it was just good and um and obviously they're creating it's it's part of a trilogy as well so it carries on from resident evil 7 and then they're making resident evil 9 the final in that trilogy um and i think it's just quite interesting they've taken it in a new route uh Mm. characters people know and love already but kind of giving it a new arc not just the standard raccoon c t virus sort of thing Mm. um so it's cool yeah, I just gave it a quick Google Resident Evil Village sales past 4.5 mil and that was early Ju- uh, July so it's it's doing absolutely fine. Um mm-hmm. so it's it's kind of interesting, you know, these these sort of short games because there is an element of like they're so I think unless you're like a big brand and you have that to fall on like as a safety net mm-hmm. the the sales become so sensitive to critic scores. You know, because if your game's nine hours short, but you've hit like seventy Metacritic, that's a dead game. Like, like yeah. people aren't going to buy that. You know, unless the 
campaigns uh like the marketing campaign's really good or, or there's like an outlying variable i just you know but obviously village reviewed really well it's already a popular series so people are like oh yeah that's no biggie because yeah yeah. Plus, I feel like the, uh, the the fan base of Resident Evil is a, is a very strange fan base. They um they uh obviously they're quite used to games being that length now for quite a period of time, and they're they're all about playing it over and over again and just being more efficient with it or trying new things and playing it on the harder difficulties. Um, because I imagine that game will take substantially longer to complete on the on the harder difficulty you unlock after the first completion. Because ammo is so much more scarce, um, you know, things are way tankier, you know, stuff like that. So I imagine the game is is quite a bit one harder and longer to complete. Um, but yeah, there's there's Resident Evil fans do get a lot of replayability out of the games. They they tend to do it. I would imagine if you asked a Resi fan how many times you completed, you know, most Resi games, they would say a few times. Um, it's just that sort of fan base, I think um so yeah and there's lots of secrets there's loads of secrets like hidden secrets. everywhere in those sort of games uh they're almost like collectible games in a way like banjo kazooie style when you actually go back and uh do these things so many hidden things everywhere i know for a oh, fact man. that i just miss so much stuff so i know the feeling yeah. with psychonauts that game's bonkers yeah. with collectibles it's crazy yeah, well, it's not, like not over so hundred per level, but just secrets and things to do and lore and it's sure. just and 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 the Resident Evil puzzles can get very very complex as well. So, uh, you know, that's all it's very like dense. Uh, fans love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah Wicked. Well, game. I'm happy. Happy. You had a good time. That sounds good. Thanks, man. <laughs> and I mean, I, I guess you know, it, we would be remiss to not speak about where our toes are in the water levels that is destiny <laughs> uh they're, they're they're dipping they're dipping i think toenails are maybe in but you know yeah we're not I to mean, the feet went, yet you went kind of balls did you cannonballed in last night i told you not to this man <laughs> at midnight last night after we played apex for a little bit boots up destiny which we haven't played in years properly in years you know we probably dropped off around year one and a half maybe maybe even the end of year one and he fucking he just he just throws himself in there and tries to absorb like three years worth of content in at midnight like you were so overwhelmed it was unreal <laughs> it was horrible it was truly horrible and i guess you know it's worth asking like for, for any of the listeners out here you know if you've made it this far thanks <laughs> if you play destiny as well if you, you know if you happen to do both um tell us what the fuck is going on um yeah. i mean i think i've got it figured out but there's a good chance that i don't because there's i still have many questions but i think i understand the fundamentals now of Mm-hmm. what's going on you know and we're not new to destiny you know we smashed destiny one played a fair bit when destiny two came out and since since that we've just kind of we played like the campaign of each expansion didn't we but then never really like it never really got its, its claws back in us um mm. so like we played shadow keep and forsaken and um beyond light but didn't get into the whole grinding and raiding again like like we used to um yeah yeah, and it's just, I think it's, I brought it up on the pro- podcast last week, and it's its just been occupying our, our headspace since then, and yeah. It's been living I, there rent-free. Yeah, I've, you know, and I played it a bit, um, I did obviously play it a bit last night, and I was playing a bit on xCloud earlier as well, just doing some 
some quests and to be honest i was just having a great time just having a great mm-hmm. time you know just getting little shiny bits of loot that give me plus three on my power popping that on i don't i don't even want to start thinking about the battle pass or like exotics like i'm not even there yet um yeah crucible oh my god like you know so stay clear but there's a lot of stuff that i'm seeing like in there that are like re- that's really like promising i'm like that's a good idea like, like you know mm-hmm. i i just I, I quite like a lot of the systems in destiny I, I always quite liked that you know you can get like a guaranteed bit of powerful gear each week from each game mode with strike uh nightfalls and then uh whatever it is yeah. crucible and now charles is back and yeah gambit as well so yeah yeah it definitely encourages you to play loads of different styles of of game you know when i think of destiny i don't just think of like a looter rpg you know like it's it's so many different things wrapped into one you know you can go into any activity and it almost feels like you're playing a different game you know and stuff like that so in that regard it's 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 very it's very varied and versatile and and i can definitely see why it's it's a lot of people's like only game that they play because you know they might just blitz the the shit out of strikes and vanguards and nightfalls but then the next day they only play pvp or they only play gambit or they do a raid you know all these things feel so different um and you can just dedicate like a day of the week to each of these things um you know and you 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 can solo that burnt out yeah and you can solo it yeah exactly most of it anyway you know um not right yeah and it's like because like i i think i I really can't remember if like i mentioned last week what had made it come into my head but it was like i it was because i was saying like a lot of podcasts i've been listening to people keep bringing it up and like what i'd been hearing is that since for like the last six months or so the player base has started to pick up again like destiny there are like more people playing destiny 2 now than there were like two years ago um so i don't i think like they've had they've made like lots of positive changes that people are like really excited for that have maybe brought people back in and like like us you know people are hearing that positivity you know because they got rid of one of the really unpopular things they did a while back was like sunsetting weapons from what i understand again correct me if i'm wrong um so the idea would be you know that after a certain point stuff just gets vaulted and you can never use it again it like goes away or like maybe you can craft it but it's like you know it's just purely there kind of which i hate to just butt in but it kind of reminds me of the way hearthstone does their system which i didn't like because mm. like i with hearthstone i always felt like uh, i got into it like so so much for like a, a like a season or something like that and then i drop off and i spent quite a lot of money in that season and when i come back i feel like everything i had was just useless now like i can't even use it in like standard play anymore so i feel yeah, like it's, it's a f- quite a similar sort of system it's a fair analogy because then they had that they had the wild playlist didn't they which is basically just yeah. you can use any cards from anything but then sometimes it feels like i'm sure it isn't but it feels like the gap between standard and wild is just so big that like you're going to go against someone that has like every best card from every season where well, i'm sure they exactly. won't but like i think it's it's, yeah. a, it's a deterrent for sure so i don't know how these these um sort of uh developers are going to get around these sorts of problems but it seems that people have been happy with how bungie have been handling it since going back on that and they've since said from what i understand like two or three seasons ago um that like they're not doing that anymore and from that point onwards weapons will stay but stay at that power level or something, or maybe they can be brought with you. I can't remember. Like, this is the thing. I, it's really hard to understand the details and the jargon, but guns will stay was essentially an armor and stuff. So like, you, you, it doesn't feel like you're losing stuff. And 
Um, Trials has been met with really warm reception again as well, and obviously all the roads are always sublime. And the Series X, like the Series X enhancement, man, is just so delightful. Like it, it, it handles so well. It just looks yeah. gorgeous. Um, yeah, it really. You does. know, so yeah. um, and that's for a you know, five-year-old like, game as well. Yeah, it's like four or five years old, and it still looks and plays like phenomenal. I mean, Destiny Two's always played fantastic, but yeah, that game locked at sixty playing online with a bunch of other people and your friends is kind of crazy. Um, you know, I guess PC players <laughs> have been experiencing this for ages um, ever since it first came out. But but for us, yeah, it is kind of crazy to have a shared world shooter running at like a, a really nice resolution locked at 60. Playing yeah, online. and looking that good. You know, and it's, it's funny yeah. because I saw it in their own blogs. They described Destiny as like an action MMO now. Like it's the, the 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 scope is that wide that they themselves like they never used to they used to call it like you say a, sh- a shared world like looter, but now they call mm. they consider it an action MMO. Um, you know, so yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. There's so there's so many activities in there now that I would agree the fact yeah. that it is considered like an MMO now. Yeah, yeah, it's just um, it, it feels like a nice time to come back to because like I was running the strike playlist like yesterday and you know I did you know obviously they have like the different modifiers and strikes now like every time you go into it it's a bit different and I did like five back-to-back strikes and they were different every time I mean I don't know how many are in rotation like presumably there is quite a lot like I would imagine yeah I, I imagine that there's not tons but like enough like variety because like, it used to be a problem where there were like there was sometimes like there's only four and then if you're an xbox there would only be three because like so it would be timed exclusive to playstation for 46 years so um you know so there's that so and there's just there's just so much going on that it's like on one hand it's like a bit, a bit overwhelming but on the other hand it's like there's a lot you could get into here if um if you sort of wanted to um and obviously because we never bought beyond light did we it was it's on games pass it still is so like that's mm-hmm. why we own it, and that's um, so that's neat for us. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it, it's cool, man. So I'm just sort of playing it, dabbling around with that at the moment. Yeah, I'm quite excited to sort of dip my toes back into that. To be honest, it's it's such a it feels like a, a nice long road, a steady road, a steady journey that you can go down and just enjoy. You know, like we'd have to drop Apex take, for a bit though we would have to drop apex yeah it won't be fragging so much we got to hit that masters one day go back to trials that's all right trials was good fun to be fair we used to love trials of osiris back in d1 great um oh and that's the other thing so like because like it was only like maybe a couple weeks ago they spoke about the witch queen which is like the next big expansion like their big one you know like their landmark one um yeah like like forsaken taken king yeah. Yeah, like taking yeah, I guess Forsaken was, yeah, like the beast. So that I think this essentially would be what Destiny Three was if they hadn't decided to stick to this continuing platform. Yeah. Um, Which I'm quite happy with them actually sticking to D two and just expanding on it to be honest, because it just it starts to feel like such a collection of different stories that you can just dip back into whenever you want. Um and they don't you know, they're not sold separately at sixty pounds. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Um, like, there's a couple of things like that that I think they've done to try and make onboarding a bit easier for people like us. Like on the directory where you can see all the planets, there's like a little thing you can click at the top that like shows you the timeline of like all the things mm-hmm. that have happened. So I was looking, I was like, oh yeah, that was there, and it like gives you a very brief overview of the story, and obviously it gives you an idea of like what what is now in the game and what isn't. And I forgot because the first two DLCs for this game were got blasted, didn't they? It was like, Os- uh, what was it? Something to do with Osiris and then... Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Curse of Osiris and... Um, 
Ugh, it was like a Vex one, I think. A Vex one, that's right. Was it one where you went back to the Black Garden or some shit? I don't know. Um, yeah, I think it could have been, yeah. Yeah, and so like the what some of the stuff they've spoken about in... Um, like that they're gonna get in for the witch queen which has been delayed you know it was supposed to come out at the end of this year um got people really excited they've said you know that they're basically expanding you know i think i sent you this the other day they're, they're expanding like all the classes in the same way that they've they've like made the stasis classes in that you can like go on quests to find ways to modify them um yeah you know so they're, they're, and they're just focusing on the void classes in when that launches, but they'll be doing the others in the future. So, yeah, there's there's like mm. extra layers now in Destiny of like RPG, which I think a lot of people had a problem with that it was too shallow. So like people started leaving, but now you go back to it and it's like, you know, you can like spec into like loads of stuff. You know, like all the mod stuff is like way overhauled, and you can really spec into certain stuff and mm-hmm. um, pimp it out and. Yeah, so you can you know you can tell like all those systems look very appealing. I guess is where I'll believe that. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, yeah, they've definitely um they've changed it so much with build variety since we first played D uh, D two. Um, yeah, they 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 really expanded on all the individual stats and stuff like that, which is really cool. Um, yeah. yeah, you can kind of just build your character however you want now. Very versatile. So we'll have to get our toes. Get them in a bit further, and then um, yeah. report back. Really, you know, see if it Give actually it does day. get get its um, hooks in us this time. Mm. Cool. All right then. Cool, cool. So this week, um, you know, the day was going to come, but Deathloop finally released. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. On my notes here, I've got a little crying emoji next to <laughs> next to it because. <laughs> we can't play it um no. or rather I, I we could but i'm, I'm not gonna do that to myself um mm-hmm. so definitely man what are, your, what are your thoughts on this whole bajangle it's yeah my thoughts on it are, are overall obviously very positive you know it's come it's come from um uh an xbox studio uh, it's timed exclusive on PlayStation. Don't, don't ask me how that has happened. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, obviously we're going to get the game eventually. Obviously it's made by a studio underneath Xbox. Um, so I'm very happy for them. They look like they've made a fantastic game. Um, it's been re- like reviewed extremely well across the boards. I think it's evened out a, a very high 80s, which we were yeah. discussing it- was pretty crazy for a shooter to be almost 90 definitely it, it, it it's currently sitting at 88 on open critic based on 120 reviews and it's on 88 on metacritic as well yeah. so yeah. so yeah really a high. solid a, a solid 8.8 is crazy for a, for a shooter you, you you don't really see that too often um so yeah you know obviously kudos to them um and it looks fantastic i've watched some gameplay on it i don't want to watch too much because I don't want to spoil it for myself um, when I get it in three years. Um, but yeah, it, to- it just looks totally right right on my alley. Um, I, lo- I love the whole like invasion system and stuff like that. I think it's so cool how they've um, sort of gone down the, you know, taken what, what Dark Souls does and, mm. and uh, moved that into like a shooter. I think it's, I think it's very cool. Uh, it's, yeah. it's crazy, man. I think it's, it's, it's bonkers how... 
I mean, I know this is somewhat up the alley of what Arcane do, but this it's kind of just layers on layers of this game. You know, it's like a, a like kind of like roguelite-ish game, like a bit more action-y rather than stealth. There's like an invasion mechanic, you know. Storytelling in it as well. Storytelling, like, yeah. Like, it's it's just bonkers that I think Arcane like just casually like just shat this out. I mean, I know we've obviously been hearing about it for ages, but it's like... I don't know. It's it's just such a. De- I mean, it's not. I don't know. Like it's not a like a massive departure from what they what they normally do. In that, it's a first person kind of game. Their other games aren't shooters. Um, mm. Yeah, you know, they are more immersive sims. But you know, so you know, well, like like you say, it's a massive congrats to the team. Current game of the year contender, GameSpot gave it a ten out of ten. And for everybody who who like watches that, uh, like sort of reviews, you know, Game GameSpot have a very small list of games that have handed out ten out of ten out of ten. I think IGN uh, gave it a ten as well. I watched the video review for IGN and they gave it a ten too. Yeah, that's right. I, I think you're right. Um, and you know, so again, that makes... you don't see that too often. No, so. yeah, absolutely. And I think you know that makes the short list at the moment for some games that are like reviewing the best are you know uh uh death to loop with 88 it takes two at 989 psychonauts 2 at 89 um ratchet and clank rift apart 88 uh monster hunter rise at 88 death store 88 you know so all of these and tales of arise that just came out that looks up your alley by the way have you have you heard of that tales of arise i feel like i have yeah it's 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 a it's like a japanese kind of game isn't it yeah, it came out last. Um, that's that's on an eighty-eight as well, so that's current. Okay. There. Yeah. No, I haven't heard too much about it, but yeah, it's maybe something that might drop onto my radar. That tickle your fancy. Yeah. So I mean, I I've watched like one or two reviews, like spoiler-free reviews, and um, yeah, the, the game looks fun as hell. You know, obviously, I'm I messaged you maybe what thirty-six times when the reviews started rolling in, like in just pure rage and jealousy. Yeah. I um, I actually muted you. <laughs> I didn't. I I didn't want to talk about Deathloop. I was still in the uh, still in the grieving stage. I was so. I was I was fully in anger. Yeah. So you know, it is infuriating for people who can't play it. But you know, I mean, I hope it. It's weird. I hope it sells well because arcane games don't sell well. And like, I feel like there's an additional layer of contempt being held because it's from Bethesda, who obviously this is going to be the last arcane game that ever goes to a PlayStation. Um, and I, you know, the subset of people who probably won't buy the game because of that is very, very small. But it's like, you know, Arcane doesn't need that when their games are like always <laughs> critical, like darlings, but like just don't sell well. It's just so yeah. bizarre. They don't make a bad game, man. Um, I don't and miss. I think it's also probably worth noting we can't go without saying the uh, the, uh, the the user score on that game is uh, phenomenally <laughs> low. <laughs> I wonder why uh, that is. Yeah. That's a mystery to me. No, it's a I bunch wonder. of bloody, it's a bunch of bloody Sony ponies just, just ripping on it because it's it's made by an Xbox studio, even though it's a fantastic game that they have timed exclusivity for. I'll never understand the gamer brain. They <laughs> but, won't actually play. The, the people doing that are people who aren't going to play the game. You know, why it's just but solely because it's just not. It's a studio under Xbox. It's, uh, people are so weird. Mm-hmm. They, people, people are, are weird. so weird. And this is why I never trust user reviews ever. Oh yeah, no, I don't think I've ever gone to a, a user review section, scroll through, it and be like, "Hmm, interesting." Good points. I'm gonna, yeah, good points, Fart Boy sixty nine. <laughs> Completely agree with you. No, I don't think I've yeah. ever done that in my entire life. 
when when the game first came out, um, the, there was a user score of like two point eight. It's come up to six point one now. Um, so it's it's still like dumb in like the disparity there. But it was there are it because this is the thing. It's always the same shit. It's just people putting tens and people putting zeros. I'm gonna read out just a few little tasters of <laughs> some of the scores here. Yeah. Gameplay feels outdated. Graphic is outdated. Sound design is outdated. An outdated game. Thank you, Smelly C15. <laughs> Pepe, Pepe17 says, Dishonored with a new skin. Outdated graphics. Outdated <laughs> gameplay. Piece of shit. Corrupt IGN with 10 point. <laughs> I love how he just ends it with piece of shit. Piece of shit. Well, constructive, mate. Really constructive. We could make a show out of this, couldn't we? Yeah. Um and Fard Michael forty five says gameplay and mechanics feel outdated as fuck. Gets repetitive too fast. Wait for sale if you want to buy zero. What's this whole? Why is every every single comment so far been everyone saying it's outdated? I think it actually looks pretty good. I, I, I mean, it's not blowing me away, but the art style is is pretty pretty nice to look at, man. They, it's like uh, hyper realism is like in vogue right now. Um, it's like popular, like a lot of playstation games do that other than ratchet and clank obviously like but every other one pretty much it's just hyper realism and it's just like a lot of the big multiplats are the same battlefield cod mm. um halo isn't really um no. some of the other big triple a games um that i can't think of that have come out um in the last few years have been the same so when people see stylized graphics they shit themselves you know it's like psychonauts too everybody was on twitter like giving the game shit and it's like this is what art looks like like you know it's putting your own spin on things it's it's varied so, yeah so, but those games always age really well like you know like dishonored one the remastered edition like looks great and it like obviously they're not like hyper detail but that's never what they're going for you know it's they're, <laughs> they're always there it's just, just a style and yeah so I, I agree with you yeah people just weird about this stuff um so yeah, just zeros and tens throughout the whole thing. And then because people read them and they're like, what? That's ridiculous. And then they put down a 10 when it like, whether <sighs> whether or not that's actually true or not, but like they do it just because they feel they have to counteract the zeros. So it's literally it's that could, um, for every game. See if you can find like a genuinely sincere one. It's just like, you know, eight out of 10. I had fun with it. But, you know, after a few playthroughs and a few like... See if you can genuinely um, find a sincere one that's actually just not bashing it or, or overly praising it for the sake of bringing the score up. There we this go. This is the best shooter of 2021, and as a PS5 exclusive, it is better than ever. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Timed exclusive, mate. Please, can yeah. you reply to his... Okay, <laughs> yeah, not, let's, actually... Let's <laughs> Oh, hang on. Oh, okay. Here we go. This is actually quite long, but I'll just give you. I'll just give you a quick um, vignette from the top. Yeah. Uh, he's put eight. Yeah, this is a very solid game that rewards you for being creative and paying attention to the information it gives you. The gameplay is noticeably smooth, with the movement and especially standing out in the game and the gunplay, which is complemented incredibly well by the DualSense controller haptic support. Wow. It goes on like that. It's actually quite well thought it, out. Thank you, MetaBlade. Yeah, actually, most things he said, I kind of actually ag- agree with. Uh, so far, you know, yeah, dude, get this guy. Higher yeah, up, IGN. So uh, the the uh, uh, the assumed length of timed exclusivity on this is one year. Um, Sony have a bad habit of renewing contracts, but that's not going to happen while they're under Xbox, unless it was already a two year deal, which like press F to doubt. So 
I will always assume it's one year. I would really like it if it was only three months, <laughs> but we'll have to see. At least it means we'll get two arcane games to play next year. In the year 2022, we'll have Redfall and Deathloop to play, which is That's true. Spicy. You can give me an infinite amount of arcane games. I'd be happy. Mm. Yeah, man. <sighs> Fucking Deathloop. I'm over it now, you can tell. You know, I'm, I'm not bitter about it at all. Yeah, I can tell by the size you said its name there. <laughs> it's just sad, man. It's just sad. <laughs> it really is. So, yep, game looks banging. Um, I hope everybody has a good time playing it. Um, if anybody wants to buy me a PS5 so I can play it now, that would be great. But other than that, I'll be waiting until 2022, I guess. Cheers. Yeah. So, this week in news, many things have happened. Many and many a things. Um, the first thing I just... The, well, the big thing, really. Let's let's start with the big thing, which was a massive leak from NVIDIA on um, the NVIDIA. How do you... uh, NVIDIA. That's what I said. NVIDIA GeForce Now. That's like their subscription service, I think, from what I understand. Um, somebody managed to get into like the database and see what games were like in there for upload like you know like file names and shit um and it like was massive there was so much stuff on it like not even just xbox this was like across the board um and some things coming from uh xbox in particular were a bunch of project names there was project woodstock project typhoon project holland and project oxide um now as we all know typhoon was what was reported as contraband which has now been announced so that's that's what that end um jez corden from windows central has confirmed that project holland was fable and that woodstock is forza now this leaves one unannounced game there that we don't seem to have heard of and that's oxide so windows central wrote up a pretty spicy um article sort of summarizing this um and the stuff that was in there and they said that from what they understand it's internally known as project indus which is a strategy simulation title drawing inspiration from the city building genre it's a 4x strategy game i didn't know what that meant do you know what a 4x strategy game is i no, i understood it up until 4x strategy game Um, yeah i don't think we're alone here i think this is quite is it something to do with Oh, okay. Is it something to do with like the, the, the like dimensions of how it works? I thought that as well. I thought that, like th- but it turns like, out, y- yeah. I, I don't know why it's called that. So, like, I just I've just pasted like a bit of the Wikipedia article here, just explaining what it is. But it says 4X is a subgenre of strategy-based computer and board games, and include both turn-based and real ta- real-time strategy titles. The gameplay involves building an empire. Emphasis is placed upon economic and technological development, as well as a range of non-military routes to, su- to supremacy. It's a very strong <laughs> word. Wow. Suprem- I haven't heard the mm. word supremacy in a while. I know you only ever hear it in bad context, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean that's something which is um, currently being worked on. Um, there, I think there is a there is a studio called Oxide Games which have released strategy games for PC before, and supposedly the game is um, being prepared to launch on Xbox and PC together. And there's a little bit of nice concept art which is supposedly um, from that game, which is you should see it's the one with the waterfall at the top, and it's got blimps and balloons and shit. Okay, nice. 
Yeah, it looks pretty. Yeah, it does so, look very nice. Um, yeah, I mean, it's strategy games, isn't it? You know, um, there's a market for it. Um, and I'm not surprised. You know, this is what Xbox want to do. They want to get diversity on their on their platform. They want it on Games Pass so that people get into these um, different genres and then they're hooked on them because um, Xbox are, would be the only publisher sort of pumping this stuff out or at least to mm-hmm. the to the amount that they um, plan to anyway. So any thoughts on that little yeah. take? Yeah, I mean, as you said, you know, with Xbox trying to dip their toes in every genre and get like a really nice staple franchise in most genres is is the way to go you know variety is the uh the spice of life as they say um do say sony that. might be sony might be you know enjoying their sad dad games at the moment and their single player <laughs> story narratives Jeez. and stuff but eventually that's going to get stale man like eventually people are going to want other things you can't just keep making those games for generations and generations. I don't know. I think you at can. least I'd like to think. I think I would get kind of sick of that. Like you said in the last episode, you can almost picture what that Wolverine game is going to look like and and how it's going to exactly play. It's going to look and, like you know exactly. So you, it, there's not really much excitement left. Where sure, I'm not really a big strategy man. Uh, this game might not appeal to me, but you know, if I give it a go, I might. Might really f- uncover something that I really enjoy, and just be like, maybe I'll give strategy games more of a go. You know, maybe I'll, you know, maybe Age of Empires will also t- tickle my pickle to the extent that I try something like this out. Um, yeah, you know, it, it, it's all about it's it's all about just varied varied games. I mean, I know that's coming from me, someone who only plays Apex, but <laughs> like, I really enjoyed like I do really enjoy like the horror genre personally. Um, you like so, XCOM as well, don't you? Yeah, yeah. XCOM was fantastic. I really enjoyed XCOM, um, and you know, I've I've enjoyed Halo Wars as well. You know, which is a bit more strategy focused in in that regard. But mm-hmm. yeah, you know, my, my the games I enjoy are very varied. I just have a I just have an illness where I can't complete games. <laughs> I don't really want to talk about it. Sorry Terminal to hear about it. Yeah. It's a bit personal. <laughs> I hope it doesn't spread. <laughs> no, but I don't think it's contagious. So hopefully, it hopefully. Yeah, yeah, it opens up a whole can of worms, doesn't it? Because you know, I think we like those those third person sort of action adventures that the Sony pump out and pump out very well. You know, we we don't it goes without saying. Um, yeah. I, you know, the the reason they're so popular is because they always review. That's I feel like that's a genre that reviews well. It's it's easier to review that sort of game because it's the, the closest game. It's the closest type of game that there is to like a film. It's like the most um you know, has the most cinematics and they're you know, they're they're like got yeah. big blockbuster approaches to stuff. Um and there's lots of walking and talking moments, you know, lots of cutscenes and that sort of stuff. So they get reviewed um um, I'm not going to say easier. They get reviewed more accurately, but just because like the the games industry is is much more immature than other industries. So like we just, I feel like reviewers draw on that by comparison. You know, and maybe in fifty years, sixty years, maybe longer, we'll have a better. Like when crazy games have come out, and they're like I didn't even think about that a game could do that. Kind of like Deathloop. Deathloop, I feel like, is one of those games that's like that. This could shake up a genre, um, mm-hmm. and, and we start thinking about games differently and how we're going to review them. I just think third person action adventures are the easiest to to do that with um so that appeals 
to loads of people. So I think most people who own PlayStation consoles don't buy all of these, or at least not close together. You know, they will have one. And, you know, I think there's like a number out there. I can't remember what it was that like the average console owner only has like five games over the generation or something like that. So, yeah, you know, it gives you an idea of, yeah, it gives you an idea of like, so for that person, you know, like spending a year playing Horizon and then the next year playing God of War to them, does do they get fatigued? Probably not. But for some, yeah. maybe the more hardcore audience, you know, like I've I've played like third person action adventures back to back, and I've been like, I need a break from this. I need a break from this. Like I remember going from Horizon to God of War. No, bl- no, I I did do. I had to wait to play God of War. I think it was. So I think I played Bloodborne, and then I went straight to Horizon. Um. And they're quite different games, you know, like, but they are the person action adventure games, you know, whether you want to categorize it as a Souls game or not, like it, it's under that umbrella. Um, yeah, and I was yeah. just like, I really want to play God of War, but I just, I need a break. And I think I played Last of Us as well, or something like that. And I was just like, I just need a break because it's, it's just mm. fatiguing to like play like similar things, even though they're, they are different games, but you know, there are overlaps there. So yeah, you know, having that variety there is nice having it on games pass is nice um i i'm interested to see how this all works out and you know like speaking of contraband um that game we don't know like barely anything about it but it sounds very cool um and there was just a small thing in here that i wanted to add that it was um a job listing suggests that it's been in development since 2018 so Gives you an idea of the time frame of like when they might be looking to release it. I think everybody's assuming it's a 2023 game, but if it's been in production since 2018, it's very possible it could be 2022, which is next year. Yeah, so. yeah, I'd say yeah, it's it's had a it's had a lot of time in the oven already, um, and uh, yeah, you, you you know when when people release trailers and teasers and like to announce their game, you know that that does tend to mean it's coming to you know the end of its cycle you know they're they're ready to start showing some some gameplay soon and and release it you know probably within a a year to come from from that announcement sort of thing because it's it's not good to just be like contraband and then just go silent again or take two more years to release it because you know your height the hype levels do dwindle they do they do go down it's quite yeah, it's quite tough to get that sort of time frame right. I, I would mm. actually, my gut is actually saying it is a 2022 game. Um, latter end of 2022, I'd like to say. So towards this sort of time next year. Yeah, and that's, I think that's the problem. I think Contraband probably was initially a 2020 uh, two game, but I reckon with the pandemic, it's maybe getting a bit mm. iffy. And the reason I, the reason I think that it won't come 2022 unless they can make first half 2022 i don't think it's coming 2022 and the reason i say that is because we obviously already have redfield which is redfield redfield, redfield. <laughs> what the fuck's a redfield Chris redfield redfield <laughs> which is summer they've they've said summer 2022 and then obviously uh they, they gave did we get a release date first yeah we did didn't we we got it was 11 11 22 so November. So we've got two games that are, we've got one probably, let's say June, I guess, maybe July, and then one in November. And Starfield, let's face it, is going to suck all of the room out of the air. And Redfall is probably going to be a pretty all big deal All of the as room well. out of the air? 
Did are I you all right? That? I don't know. Are you, right. are you stroking out right now? Do you want to have a glass of water? <laughs> the or room out of the air. <laughs> you said the room out of the air. No, I'm trying to picture gonna, that. I don't even know what that looks like. Let's face it, everyone. It's going <laughs> to suck the room out of the air. You said it with such <laughs> confidence. So, so confident, yeah. It's gonna suck oh, the room out of This is one of those That's how good it's gonna moments. be. Yeah. I think oh, we nice. have where we have this this running joke because one time Tim said instead of um proven guilty, he said Gilvan Prusy. And that's been yeah, his name just... on our group chat f- since <laughs> for years. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah, everyone was accusing me. Yeah, instead of innocent until proven guilty, I was like, uh, innocent until Gilvan Prusy. <laughs> <laughs> oh mate, it was funny. Yeah, just oh. a little bit worse than sucking the room out of the air. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know either. <laughs> what does that mean? It's pretty bad. Oh, anyway. I literally don't I don't even... Okay, so, yeah. So that's why yeah. I think Contraband probably games. slips to 2023. And as we all know, 2023 onwards is going is, is stupid. Like, the cogs are turning now on, on Xbox Game Studios. You know, the cogs are turning, and it's, it's nice. It's refreshing. We have games. Some of them are still multi-plat. There are some good indie games that are coming out exclusives. 2022 is going to be, you know, cogs have sped up moderately fast. 2023 is going to be severe, severe chronic illness. It's going to be terminal. Yeah, I, th- I, I, I think this year I'd probably give like a solid six and a half, seven. You know, for for, for gamers with it, it's cool with the, the next generation. We got the consoles in our homes. That's great. Not really much on them, native, like natively built for them yet. I think, I think, uh, so yeah, I'll give it like a solid six and a half. I think As in- 2022's like at, like at, out of 10 on like the hype meter, just being like, you know, okay. there's been, there's like been overall, some not just Xbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just, well, no, I'm speaking from an Xbox standpoint. Yeah, okay. I think yeah, Halo fair, might, fair. I think Halo might dip it into a seven, but like, uh, yeah. yeah. And I think 2022 will be a solid eight. Eight, eight and a half like we're gonna get some pretty juicy things we're gonna see a lot of stuff that's built only for this this generation now but they're gonna to start to leave the old consoles in the past and then yeah 2023 is just gonna be a bit of a banger i think yeah um, there's there's so yeah, much it's just ramp, ramping up there's so much like because the, the wheels will be fully turning by 2023 so the production line you know, not, not I know that's like usually used in a negative context, but like the production line will be in full force. Like there's still stuff which is a bit out of whack and the pandemic's obviously throwing things off kilter. And obviously the timed exclusivity deals deals with PlayStation of like are still in place and just stuff like that. So um yeah, it's it's gonna be crazy after that. But um yeah, as you say, towards the end of this year we still have Age of Empires, like literally over the next few months, Age of Empires, Forza Horizon Five, Halo Infinite. So that could very well um pick it all up but i, I, I think gen- generally this has been a quite a good year for games it's just they're not in the typical like genres it's just yeah yeah and it's just been weird this the whole time displacement Lots of, delays. Of, 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 of it all has been so weird like there was so much hype around getting my console and i was <laughs> yeah. just like oh this is so dark and then it's just like nothing and like, and then you know, nothing was really happening with it. I was just kind of using it as I was my Series X, my uh, yeah. Xbox One X, sorry. Yeah, and now, obviously, stuff's coming in towards the latter end of the year. But there's been these awkward time gaps of like loads of hype, none hype. You know, loads of hype again, no hype, and it's just like, yeah. yeah. And that, that's why overall, I feel like the year's been okay. Don't get me wrong, but I think 2022 and 2023 are really just gonna 
they're just going to start dumping out some insane games. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be kind of crazy. Yeah, without a doubt. And one of those games um, is, of course, uh, In Exile's uh, next game. Developers of Wasteland 3 and the rest of the Wasteland series, um, they were acquired quite a while back now. I think I want to say 2018. They were like one of the first acquired with like Ninja, Ninja Theory um, and Compulsion yeah. Games as well. And when they made the initiative and, and acquired Playground, you know, they sort of confirmed that for developers of Forza. Um and this team is supposedly working on one of the most expensive projects that Xbox is running, um, like in competition with Halo levels of expensive. Um, it, it, and the photo I've got here at the bottom, it's, it's codenamed Project Cobalt, is supposedly concept art from, from the game. Uh, it's meant that we have spoken about this before, but um, because these projects have resurfaced, it's just kind of brought it back into the conversation a little bit, um, along with this concept art. Um, first person steampunk rpg uh supposedly with some very ambitious systems so yeah um that game's gonna be bonkers again that's this is probably a 2023 game again but maybe slips to 24 yeah yeah it, it, it looks cool i mean just based off that screenshot like I, I i love the whole like the overall like vibe to it it looks great it's like victorian um, a little bit, yeah yeah i'm getting kind of um vibes to what what was that um the order 1886 we're getting mm, kind of yeah, vibes that's, that. that's why yeah yeah like victorian steampunk sort of thing that's right. um yeah i'm getting sort of vibes like that but you know and obviously that was first person too um but, you know like an actual like rpg built around that sort of time time era rather than a, a you know a four-hour game about werewolves yeah um, yeah, and don't get me wrong, I actually really liked the order. Like, I remember, I remember watching my brother play the entire thing, and I, I thought it was actually a really sick game. I, I think of it quite positively. I know mm. a lot of people didn't, but, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's a really cool, it's a really cool time period. You can do a lot with it, um, and uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to know if it will be realistic to that, or if they'll, you know, they'll throw in some sort of magic elements similar to like Dishonored or something like that. Mm. as well i could see those two sort of going hand in hand quite nicely um but yeah pretty cool yeah yeah yeah, absolutely it, it's um they I, I have a lot of faith in that team you know wasteland wasteland 3 you know while it's not everyone's cup of tea is like the sheer amount in that game was kind of boggling and like all of that all of the like even the reaction systems that we had when we played the game briefly um, but you know, I've seen from reviews like decisions you make like rippling for the rest of the game, kind of thing, and then that kind mm-hmm. of like nesting with other other decisions you make. Um, it's just like absolutely crazy. You know, there's a reason the game reviewed so well um, at the back end of last year. Um, so I, I've got a lot of confidence in that team. Um, yeah. And Definitely. there there were some other projects from Bethesda as well, but they were like nobody has a clue what they meant, or even if they were like actual games or maybe they were just like tech or software so there's not much to speak about from that other than bethesda are making more games which is not really news or surprising so <laughs> yeah we all know that's happening behind exactly the absolutely so there has been some weird like frenzy this week around some big news that insiders are hearing some insiders no the thing is, no like really reputable ones, ones which are really reliable, have said that they've heard anything. But some insiders that are like sometimes know stuff, 
all yeah. all seem to be implying that they've heard something massive. Um, crazy. Yeah, and like one of them comes from uh, what was his name? Uh, Stein, who's I think he's like the community director at Xbox or something. And he had that. Yeah, he said, "When when a meeting leaves you like this, and it's like the Chris Pratt, you know, like surprise gift kind of thing." So, Parks and Recreation. That's from from Parks and Rec, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, so just different insiders who are like kind of reliable, and obviously, you know, he's part of Xbox, so we, but that he could be talking about anything with that. But it just seems to all be happening at once, and it's just that's kind of brought up the topic again of like, oh, is there another acquisition coming soon? And you know, it's. It's gonna happen, but like, ugh. do you remember before E three, everybody lost their fucking minds and thought there was gonna be like loads of acquisitions done then? Yeah, it yeah. feels like that again. Like people are just getting excited, and some people are like, they're gonna acquire Take Two, and Take Two are obviously the publishers of like GTA. Uh, and, yeah, that's and... that's the rumors I've heard. Yeah, right, and it's just like. I don't know. Like, I mean, it's, you know, after Bethesda, nothing's impossible anymore, I guess. But I don't know why we're doing this to ourselves. It's kind of crazy, though. Like, because obviously Rockstar, obviously the biggest ones that fall under Take-Two, aren't they? Uh, Yes. Yeah, the developers of GTA. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's crazy. And Red Dead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just, I was literally just about to say, it's it's crazy to... it's it's a it's a big it's a big 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 company. Um, obviously, really? you could say the same about Bethesda. If arguably Bethesda are actually bigger in the video game industry, but I don't know. There's just there's 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 a lot of weight to to Rockstar as well, um, and they've been but around just, for so long too. It it does just make you think though. Like, well, if they can acquire the suit, the the publisher that makes elder scrolls is this really off the cards you know no. it, so it's just yeah. kind of like you know so who, who are the people under these um under these boys again i can't remember so we've got rockstar 2k is under them private division is under them ghost story they did uh, uh they did help i did look and see NBA. that um out, like the outer worlds was also like help published was published by take two it was private well. division. so we've obviously so- yeah so we've obviously they've They've worked with Obsidian before, which are under Xbox as well. So there's been some collaboration in there in the past. Um, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's absolutely. All <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's a fair point. I mean, I think, you know, there has so there's been a lot of people like that because we've gotten to this point, people are just doing wish lists now. And like we we spoke about this uh, maybe like six months ago with like Warner Warner Brothers was looking to sell off its game division, and then they were like, actually nah. But then a lot of people were like, well, actually, like, usually, like, just because they've publicly said no doesn't mean those conversations aren't still ongoing. They just wanted to gauge interest. Um, so, and as we know, Matt Booty, who's, who oversees Xbox Games Publishing, used to work at Warner Brothers. So we know, like, the connections there are quite deep. And I've got to say, if there's anybody, if they're looking to make another big purchase, man, go straight for Warner Brothers. Like, I don't... Take-Two is, like, whatever. GTA is so big that I kind of just feel, like, guilty for, like, us. Like, because you know they're going to make it... Probably it would be an exclusive game. And it's just like, dude, we don't really... Let's just let them do them, you know. However, Warner Bros, I just feel like, you know, it comes off the back of the conversation we had last week where it kind of... Especially if they can get the licenses that come with it. Mm. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> DC Universe. <laughs> 
Mortal Kombat, you know, Batman, you know, there's just like the shit goes on and on and the studios there are just like amazing. Monolith, Rocksteady, yeah. um, Nether Realm. Can't think of any more. So but yeah. I don't think this is happening. I really don't believe it. I don't think they're going for another publisher, especially like not this soon. Like it hasn't even been a year since Bethesda have been like the anniversary is actually coming up. So it's, it's funny to bring it up, but it hasn't even been a year since Bethesda have been fully under Xbox. And I just still feel like they, they don't want to like, like shit on their feet, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. The expression. Like, Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. You, <laughs> yeah you almost want to give them the the the, the limelight a little bit exactly but yeah not to just be like oh yeah we're just we're just buying loads of you like you're you're, you're not special yeah like, right. we're just we're just buying loads of you um yeah yeah there, there there is an element of that but so i don't think we're looking at a publisher really yet you know even if though you know the, all of these reactions are there you know it, it could just I mean, it could mean so many different things. So, um, yeah. I would advise everybody to chill their beans, pop them in the fridge, or in the freezer, if you <laughs> if you roll that way. Um, mm. and this, like as I say, we know, like Satya Nadella has said, they're going to look to grow the games division with inorganic growth. So we know there are like it's happening. It just depends who and where and. On the recent, um, recently, Jez Corden from Windows Central again has spoken on his podcast about what he knows about this. And he said that he thinks he has good reason to believe that there are going to be some acquisitions of some indie devs uh, over like, like between the, like before the end of the year, maybe. Um, And so that prompts me to ask you, who would you like to, what indie dev would you like to see be acquired by Xbox? That's a good question. Thanks. I can't think of any indie devs off the top of my head. Well, the people think of the indie games you've played. Yeah, super massive. By them. Super massive, yeah. I don't think that's Give off the cards. Super massive. Yeah. There's clearly um, some partnership there because they got it straight into Games Pass, so I had to negotiate who that. Was, um, who were the people that make uh, Slay the Spar as well? I'm picturing their logo and everything, but I can't oh, picture I actually, who it is. I actually don't know. I can picture their logo. Uh-huh. Hit my mic. <laughs> Go on. I can picture. I can picture their logo and everything, but I can't. Uh, yeah, I don't know who it is. It's 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 Mega Crit. Mega Crit. That's it. It's the first game, um, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, it could be. Um, or even a uh, Behemoth. Give me Behemoth. Behemoth Chicken. Whatever they're called. Behemoth. Is it yeah. Behemoth or just or is it Behemoth Chicken? I think it's Behemoth, but their logo is a chicken. So yeah, yeah. So it's just, yeah, it's Behemoth. Yeah, um, yeah. I yeah, I'd like to see Super Massive or Behemoth. I guess off the top of my head. Yeah, I think those are some some good shouts for sure. What about you? What about you, man? Same question yeah, back. Super Super Massive would definitely be top of everyone. Devolver would be cool. I mean, I imagine they've had as in the publisher Devolver. That that would be interesting. Um. I someone like Annapurna, they're obviously they're a publisher, but they just publish so many good indie games. Um yes, I reckon Supermassive have had we'll move past that. I reckon Supermassive have had a lot of phone calls since 80s, like to speak about it. I would love like Moon Studios, like developers of Ori, but like they like they said they don't want to be acquired just yet. Um okay. 
because they're yeah. like neck deep into the, into their next game, which is like a Diablo like action RPG, which will be multiplayer. That's well, they they said that the plans were multiplayer. That was like a year or two ago. So you know, unless any deals have stepped in the way of that, but it's such a they're just you know such a talented team, man, and they they have a good track record. So I I feel like that if they had could renegotiate that, I think that would be great. Um, mm-hmm. there are the guy. There's the team that did Cuphead, Studio MDHR. Or something like that. Oh yeah, I reckon expand yeah. that team. Like the the you know nothing to this day looks the way Cuphead does. You know, expand oh, that team God. and get them doing something. Is... Yeah, um, absolutely. And honestly, like I know, mm, yeah, like Neon Giant did the Ascent, which for the size of that team, it's like twelve people, is really impressive. So I think. Like Xbox have got to be looking at that a little bit and saying, imagine what that those guys could do with more time to like polish off the bits which were a bit wonky and a bigger team. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm kind of like eyeing up those guys if we're talking about indie. But of course, like technically, Bungie is indie. You know, like there's lots of there. <laughs> there's there are some um, AAA developers that are still independent, even though that's becoming rarer and rarer. Like CD Projekt Red is also technically they publish their own games is what i mean um yeah so yeah, yeah mm-hmm. but i think those are some good, good candy candidates that we uh that we laid down there yeah for sure and obviously like they just we just had death store as well um by acid nerve and that was made by two people obviously they had contractors but there were two main people in i think that would Damn. be Didn't know that. One. that's crazy yeah, yeah. um that was published by Devolver and uh, what else was I thinking of? What's that? There's a game coming out at the end of the month. Nobody saves the world. That looks really good. I'm pretty sure it's the same developers as uh, Guacamole One or Two. Mm. Juice Box. It's got to be Juice okay. Box, right? Drink Box. Close. Um, and they've they've made nothing but good games, and Nobody Saved the World um, looks really good as well oh, it's coming out early 2022 i thought it was coming out sooner than that okay well whatever um yeah so <laughs> there's that acquisitions yeah. will happen you know it might just come in the form of indie uh indie developers um which doesn't surprise me too much you know especially with the success that xbox have been having with some of these indie games over the last few months um will they look to do another publisher yeah maybe at some point I'd be really surprised to see it soon. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Watch yeah. this space. Indeed. So, next up, in the same, in the very same podcast, Jez revealed all. He spoke about um, what he knows about sort of the future of the first party and third party in Xbox. Um, and there's some wacky shit, man, in here. There's some, there's some weird shit. Yeah. Um, a MOBA, a first-party MOBA okay. based on an existing IP, existing Xbox IP. Halo MOBA. Like it can't be. It cannot be a Halo IP. A Halo Gears MOBA. MOBA. No fucking please, no, don't. <laughs> They're pimping gears out too much. That would make me really sad. Uh, uh, on an existing IP. Yeah, That's like interesting. I. Viva Pinata. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just trying to think. Yeah, I'm just trying to think what what would translate well into a mobile. Forza existing. Forza mobile. <laughs> oh god. 
Yeah, you could put your McLarens up against your Porsches. It'd be, uh, <laughs> be good in the jungle. What? Yeah, what would what would go well? Yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, I, it's tough. But I yeah, I mean, either. it's it's a it's a risky it's a risky genre to go for, um, especially as like an exclusive to a platform. I mean, I guess it's it's not exclusive to a platform because we do everything and PC, right? And PC is the biggest platform for mobas. So, um, yeah, I guess it's I guess it's not it's not too bad. It'd be a, it'd be a lot weirder if Sony were we're doing an exclusive moba. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I agree. I think it is risky. I think because MOBAs are like really hard to get any traction in, mm-hmm. you know, there's only a you handful. A lot fail. Yeah, there's only a handful that actually are still going, you know, in, in Dota, Smite, uh, League of Legends and Heroes of the Storm. Yeah, because I mean, off the top of my head, obviously you had um, Battleborn that, that flopped. It's MOBA-like, yeah. Yeah, it was MOBA-like, yeah. And there was that other one on PC that people really liked and it flopped because it didn't have a big base. I forgot what it was called. It will come back to me, but yeah. Um, yeah, it, wow. it, 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 it's a tough space to get to get going in. Um, mm. So like, unless they're bringing something really unique to it, you know, I hope they are because ugh, I, I would like hate to see a repeat of like Bleeding Edge where it's like there's some really good bones here, but there's just not quite enough to separate it from the competition just because the competition is really tough like that's all like especially with these sorts of games you know because if you're asking someone to play a bleeding edge campaign for eight hours that's probably fine but if you're asking someone to play it for days and days and days and it's like you know there, there needs to be more meat here so um definitely well that's the difficulty with these things and I, like i don't know who would be making that because i xbox don't have any studios that i'm aware of that would so I'm assuming someone would be contracted out to do it with yeah. like a third party deal. So that's one of Paragon. the weird ones. Paragon. Paragon. The Par- oh, that was one of the, that was the first person one that was just on PlayStation, wasn't it? No, no, no. It wasn't. It wasn't first person. I don't think. Was it not? I oh, was it third person. No, I think it was third person. Yeah, and it, it had like a. Yeah, I, I don't really know how to describe it. Looks good. It. Quite quite a realistic sort of style, graphics and stuff like That's that. Right. Um, yeah, no, I, I saw some gameplay of it and I was like, dude, this shit looks great. And yeah, I found yeah, out yeah. like it was just dead, like a couple of, like uh, a year down the line or something. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah shut <laughs> like, servers down. Launched in August yeah. 2016, shut down in April 2018. Jeez. And there was that recent one that Amazon developed as well that just instantly flopped too. Um, forgot what that was called. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. Um, but yeah, it's it's a tough, oh, it's a tough space. To rest crack. in peace, gigantic, right? Oh yeah, gigantic. Yeah, that was a gigantic good, was a genuine banger, and that still yeah. failed. So like, we 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 really enjoyed it, and I feel like the reception from most people who played it, they really enjoyed it as well. Um, but yeah, it's just it's it's tough. It's a tough space, man. I'd actually say it's probably one of the most competitive genres out there. Definitely. Um, so I think yeah. I, there is like an element of me. It's like oh, I just hope you know what you're doing, guys. Like I hope you, there's something good here. Yeah. Um, definitely. So we've got that. Uh, a bunch of indie titles from smaller developers, uh, apparently from third party, you know, Xbox publishing for exclusivity deals. Um, a side scroller beat 'em up. Um, this might be about Toads 2, frankly. I would expect about Toads 2. Yeah. Which we can complete 
in one night. We did <laughs> me it. and we you. Did it. We didn't do it in uh, one night, did we? Um, no, I guess we, we did it in one night. It was, like guess... two. it was like one and a half nights. Yeah, 24 hours though. Yeah, exactly. Uh, a cloud-powered MMO. Nice. Um, <laughs> the strategy. It's, it's adventurous. It's, uh, yeah. it's yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, the strategy game that we just spoke about, um, and then there's stuff that we have like touched on like previously that we know is in the pipeline, like Project Dragon from IO Interactive, which again is like hyper ambitious. Allegedly, it's down the way down the line. Supposedly, still a Kojima game. Um, contraband yet and more um and there's there is some more on the first party front as well in mojang making more new minecraft games so i'm not talking about a minecraft 2 i'm talking about more minecraft yeah, games which by the way like dungeons and stuff yeah i when the whole conversation was going on last week about license ip i like does xbox need a superhero game you know to have like the pulling power of a big ip minecraft is like as big as spider-man yeah minecraft's crazy and so like i'm just confused it doesn't really have an iconic character though you just play a dude named steve it's just steve man that's right that's enough (laughs) um the argument for why minecraft is still multi-plat i mean i would expect that minecraft wouldn't be pulled from playstation stores but like something like minecraft dungeons like the argument for it is because it's so big it's its own platform right it's not just a game anymore you know there's like a whole content creation community there are toys there are board games there's merch so like it's too big like you the argument is that if you took it off playstation you'd be alienating those people who would otherwise you'd get upsell from on more merch that's the argument however i feel like you can make that exact same argument with spider-man with wolverine with the marvel cast so like I'm just a bit confused with this is like the crux I'm at because I'm like confused as to why Xbox don't have this same approach with these spin-off games at the very least. Like Minecraft Dungeon should have been exclusive, if you ask me. Yeah. I don't get I don't get why that game wasn't. Yeah. Um because there's, some, yeah. there's like a really no, hardcore it, following for that game. Until this very moment, I genuinely thought it was exclusive. So yep. that's a big that's a big fail from me. I just assumed. Hey, that's pretty bad that it wasn't, and I don't know why. And Mojang's just a weird one because, like, they just don't—they just don't seem to give a shit about Mojang. Maybe it's just the whole thing of like let them do their own thing. But everybody just forgets that Microsoft just like casually owns Minecraft and the developers of yeah. that. And it's like they just, yeah, Mojang is is in a weird place. They just don't seem to pimp them out that much and or give a shit about how big a Minecraft game could be. I mean, maybe maybe they have the data that suggests that the spin-off from Minecraft games just don't do that well to warrant exclusivity. Like, mm-hmm. maybe they just don't draw enough eyeballs. It's just the base game, you know, because they did, like, the Telltale game or some shit, didn't they? Like, Minecraft Story Mode or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just feel like this is something they should be really capitalizing on. If, they, if they're going to have Mojang making more Minecraft games, lock them down, man. Like, people love that shit. So... Yeah, yeah, I agree. <sighs> yeah, um, Compulsion is working on their thing, and he knows what that is. Um, so yeah, essentially, lots in the works. Um, the the biggest thing there, I would argue, is the MOBA based on an existing Xbox IP, which is we we've spoken. Other insiders have teased that 
so a spin-off from an existing ip is being made i don't know if this is it or if this is something different but this is a, mm. a it's a bold play small <laughs> play. play cotton yeah see, see it if it pays out. off yeah um yeah yeah it's tough man so i literally don't know like what that could be Unless they like repurposed Fable Legends into like a MOBA. Yeah, I was I was literally just mate. Our, yeah, our frequency we're on the same all the time. I was literally just about to say Fable. Fable could could fit quite nicely in there. And that I mean that could work, but it's just like uh, I guess there's just quite a lot of creative potential. Maybe you know like yeah, maybe it's to tar- maybe it'd be a good idea to like release after the mainline you know the next fable from playground because they like expanded the universe there are heroes everywhere you know Hmm. yeah because fable is one of those it's one of those sort of worlds where it has everything as well right it has it has like medieval combat swords and all that sort of stuff it has guns it has magic it has creatures it has you know it, it literally all those things you can make very interesting MOBA characters about, you know, it, it, they have their own individual personalities and stuff like that. Um, yeah, no, it, it could work. It is, it is big enough to potentially work. Interesting. Interesting. We've done it. We've cracked it wide open. I think we have done. I mean, I, I can I see think, that working. I think if we, we come back here in five, six years time, quick resume with the ones that <laughs> Episode six hundred and sixty-two. Yeah. yeah, we were right. I told you. <laughs> Go watch episode twenty-five. I bloody told you. Yeah. Um, wicked. I mean, okay, that's all the silly shit done. The acquisition, the leaks, the uh, all this, that, and the other. We've got actual hard news now, so this is way more relaxing. You know, put your feet up. Um, there's some nice. good times. I'll let you do the rest then, yeah? <laughs> yeah, not you. You can't put your feet up. So there was... Um, this weird thing happened because basically um, you can connect the Elite Series 2 controller to Steam. Is it Steam? Yeah, Steam, yeah. I think. And I don't know if this is a new thing or whatever, but somebody has just very recently discovered that you can go into the settings and change the light color of the of the xbox button what's it called the nexus button or something um yeah so which obviously lets us know that that's a multicolor led it's an rgb uh mm-hmm. led which is like why can't i do that on my settings why can't i make it blue i'd, I'd love to do that <laughs> it's an additional feature that i charge us for mate people go oh crazy gosh. for rgb yeah probably break it although i know you can get like little things you can put over the top of it like little colored like uh yeah like film. caps yeah um to, for the yeah. same effect but <laughs> i, I want to do that man i hope they make that now yeah. that the, now that the lid's been blown wide off on this this nutcase i hope we uh we can actually do that yeah that would be kind of cool man i, I love rgb stuff i mean look, my background i've got leds all in my room <laughs> we it's can great. tell yeah we can tell i do uh, i do enjoy a bit of rgb yeah you might have to replace your, your uh elite series 2 just three or four times um but, you know, it'd be worth it for a green. The colour green it's on totally, here. It's totally worth it. Totally. Um, there is... Um, well, if you don't know, storage space on these next-gen consoles is um, a bit... It's a bit of a tricky one. But. It's butts. But. It's butts. Okay, yeah, butts. It's butts, yeah. 
um i thought i thought you were saying but i thought you were going to correct me um no. and you know to get xbox xbox you know at launch launch uh, had their like was it is it seagate i think it's seagate expansion it's one seagate. terabyte it's very expensive it's proprietary um that's what's happening on the green side over on the blue side there is nothing yet which is fully well not long ago there was stuff which started to get fully endorsed i think it was the m.2 um ssd storages which i know very little about but we all laugh because you had to literally take the console apart to put it in and some of them you even needed a heatsink, which is just like so stupid it's just bad decision (laughs) if you ask me um and the prices really weren't that different compared to xbox's proprietary stuff anyway so it's just like it's not worth the hassle however with uh xbox's proprietary ssd expansion being mighty expensive i think it was like 200 pounds did you have one no no i don't have one no i got one a while back uh and it's been like it's been a godsend but i was like paying it off for like six months (laughs) with with amazon's like because it was like 200 pounds you know for one terabyte which is not much but it's enough you know it's now enough like i don't have to uninstall stuff that often i usually have enough space to to be going on with um Mm -hmm. so there seems to be a 500 gigabyte one on the way um which is probably a good idea you know they've probably identified that there's a gap in the market for people who don't want to like 200 pounds is too much 100 pounds however for a bit of storage probably worth it so yeah um yeah I, i mean it's just crazy it's crazy how expensive these things are yeah i mean it's just it's just uh sorry it's if i pick my mic there uh it's just ssd uh to be to be honest it's 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 that expensive when you when you buy it for um for anything like pcs and all that kind of stuff um i know being in my job and purchasing macbooks and stuff like that um getting extra internal ssd on them obviously that's soldered right onto the logic board it's very expensive. Uh, you you are looking at a couple hundred pounds for for that extra like terabyte or or a hundred and fifty pounds or something like that. So, it's it's not too far off from those sort of costs. Um, and you know, if anything, it's even more convenient because it's external. It's just plug and play, right? It's not soldered on or anything like that. So, it's just SSD is just that expensive. You know, yeah. it is one of those things. It, it will get cheaper in time as new technologies evolve and we find more efficient ways to do these things uh it's like it's like h hdd was really expensive not that long ago D-d-d. it's cheap as chips now man you can you can buy like f- like four or five terabyte external ssd for like 60 quid like it's so cheap like mm. but it used to be very expensive so it's just a matter of time it's just the way the world works it's always it's always worked that way with technology yeah, I think it's one of those unfortunate like cru- uh, like intersections in that we're at the point where games are going to start getting very fucking big. They already are, but like they it's are. just going to yeah. get worse, you know. Especially as what we move the... in. So I hate to, I don't want to interrupt. What was the new Call of Duty clocked in at? It's like 120 yeah, it was... or something. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, it was it's mental. I like. I dread to think what Halo's going to be. Like Halo's probably going to be like up at a similar level. Like maybe 80, yeah, I mean, 90, yeah, MCC and Halo Five are like a hundred plus, and they're bloody not even, and they're not even Series X games. Like, yeah, Halo Infinite's going to be a big old boy, right? Yeah. So, so as we move into like you know these games being just 
like on the current consoles it's they're just going to get bigger and less um i mean i think i I can't really remember i swear like xbox like had this whole thing about like an initiative to help devs like condense games or, or something i can't remember what it was but it's obviously for the same reason you know like we're gonna hit that point of games getting massive before we get to the point of ssds becoming uh like cheap enough for the yeah you know, for the casual gamer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I will add, like, you know, the the thing for the X on the Series X, it's it's lovely. It's a lovely, it's so nice. Like, you know, USBs piss me off. You know, which way in in does it go? I always get it wrong. Um, Never. No one ever gets it in the first time round. Right. Yeah. And they're like easy. They're easy to damage and it's all floppy and it's turning into a very sexy podcast. (laughs) Um, uh, But I'm pretty sure it, I, you know, I, I, I might be speaking out of my ass here, but I'm pretty sure it goes in either way and it just slides in and it's like, I don't have to like flop a load of hard drives like around the side of my Xbox. So it's like a gangly, like mechanical octopus. It just goes in the back. Yeah. I don't see it, you know, and if I'm moving it around, I take it out and I just move it. It's, it's lovely. What are you looking at? <laughs> I'm just having a look at the port quickly. The port. All right, yeah. Well, it plugs into... Ow. God. Uh, okay. It's a little vertical line. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm, I, I was just trying to just identify whether or not I've I've seen it before and whether or not it does just slip in both ways. Um, All right. Yeah. That yeah, looks like it might do. Yeah, but either way, yeah, yeah, man, it's it's um it's really really lovely. So you know, hopefully those start do start to drop and. Having a 500 yeah. gigabyte is is um, nice. I guess the only issue you might run into is that um, with them not with them being proprietary and not USB, you only can put one in at a time, whereas you could run multiple hard drives off your previous console. So yeah. committing to a smaller size one is arguably might be a bit harder to swallow, but you know, whatever choice. Yeah, you, you you don't know what the future holds. You know, we we might be yes, able to. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> such a good response. So, uh, I know. I, I know. All of it. I know all of it. Yeah, they, 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 they might be able to work some SSD magic with uh, with the, the USB 3 port um, and stuff like that. You know, they don't necessarily have to use the, what, what they put in. Um, yeah. Yeah, maybe what, what the SSD uses right now. Um, I mean, you know, you you can run uh, external SSDs on laptops with USB C and stuff like that. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, there will be alternatives yeah. in the future. It 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 won't just be hot swappable with that one slot. Um, there'll be alternatives for the future using using different ports using the USB three and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You can quote me on that. Okay, brilliant. We both know the future. Mm-hmm. All right, for our last two items, then, um, Master Chief Collection, that game, um, is set yeah. to stop receiving seasonal updates once Halo Infinite launches. Uh, it will still be updated, uh, but it won't be on this sort of steady cadence of having you know a season every three months. Um, I don't think there was, frankly, much negative reaction to this. I think, I think, do you know what? In actual fact, a lot of the sentiment I've seen has like. It seems to be that people 
it's made people like grateful for the support that they, that they have got because there's been some big stuff in the last few updates. I don't know if you saw the armor. Did you see the armor? The whole they started putting like uh, I don't know non-canon armor into MCC, kind of like how we've spoken about how they're going to in Infinite and like the whole samurai armor. Um, okay. And there was like uh, like knight armor, and it looked fucking it looked great. Um, obviously mm. it pissed some people off because someone's always getting triggered in the Halo community. Uh, it's not my cannon armor and all of that. Like there's a tab, there's a there's a there's a legacy tab so that you don't have to see it. <laughs> they genuinely try to hide it from players so they I don't have aneurysms. MCC. I just want to check that that's not a joke that like I've just like taken the wrong way or if that is an actual thing. I'm pretty sure they added they did add like a tab for something like this. Um, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. Halo MCC <laughs> Legacy tab. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there was a thing where you, you click it and then, you know, if you saw someone using one of those armor uh, sets, it would just revert it back to like a default armor. But I hope I'm not being made a fool of. Yeah. Or maybe that's what people wanted. Yeah. Maybe that's what people were saying they wanted. Yeah. It'd be ridiculous um, if they did develop that. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Yeah, like, ugh. So. Um, and they added like obviously firefights in there from ODST and um, was a firefight in nice. the bridge? I can't remember. And they, uh, yeah, yeah, I can't remember. But they yeah, added um, firefight was in reach. They added like the flood to um, to firefight. Flood was never in firefight and back in the days oh, when yeah. they like like added that to like part of the the thing. And yes, yeah, so there's been That's like cool. some big updates with this sort of stuff. And so I think the community has been quite thankful. Um, I never thought, but I never thought that would happen, but you know, it, they are. Um, and this just makes sense, right? You know, infinite's going to be, we all know it's going to be a, a platform in and of itself moving forward. There's still lots to see. Um, but you know, MCC, yeah, exactly. You, you, you deserved a better start, but you, you had a solid end, you know? Yeah, exactly. And it's, and it's still going forward. You know, they just said there won't be updates to the extent it's getting now, you know, they'll still, you know, they're, they're not just going to leave it to rot, you know? So, uh, but yeah, there, there, there comes a point where you just need to shift priorities. Right. So it makes sense. Definite. For definite. And the final item for today is the newest games pass drops, uh, which is um, coming for, I guess this month, September, maybe it's for next month coming into October. Um, yeah. But we've got a couple of things here, a couple of couple of names which I recognise for sure. We've got Aragami Two. I don't know if you've seen. It. I, I've heard this before. Apparently, people are quite excited about this. Um, yeah, so I guess, yeah, I've heard it's a good game. Yeah, we've got Sable. That game has been shown off for years now, um, which looks very pretty. I am Fish looks fucking great. I'm I'm actually not joking. Yeah. It's it's like a physics co-op like local co-op game. You know, like um. Not dissimilar from like Gang Beast or um, Moving Out, Moving Out, Overcooked, that sort of stuff. Like Goat Sim? Is it kind of like Goat Sim? A little bit, except there's like an actual objective, and you're like just a fish rolling around in a in a ball. But there's co-op, and I guess the objective is to just okay. fuck around. Um, yeah. But it's like you know, it's like one of those sort of physics games, um, which which actually looks really really fun. Um, Lemnis Gate. I I'm kind of interested in Lemnis Gate. I'm glad it's on Game Pass yeah. because it's, it's a weird game. Um, yeah. I'll probably give it a go at some point, but it looks wild. Yeah. 
it, it looks it looks great, but it looks it looks intimidating. Yeah. Uh, it look it looks like I I need a degree to play that game. Like I, I <laughs> yeah. need to I need to have a bachelor's in Lemniscate to yeah. play it. <laughs> I need, um, yeah, it looks very confusing and very intimidating, but also very unique and very cool at the same time. Yeah, um, isn't it like so, it reminds me of that that side scroller? What was it by um Capybara Games? Uh, Super Time oh, Super Force. Time Force. Yeah, and because that is how the game works, isn't it? This this lemonade gate. You like you have you each have a round, and the thing that your character goes out and does will persists for the second round. So then by the end of it, there's mm-hmm. like, and then you just keep building scenarios, and then they all play out at once, and whoever wins wins, sort of thing. Yeah, it's a cool idea, man. Because like you could run out and like shoot a particular angle so that that's covered for next round, things like that. You know, it's just I think it's um, yeah. it's really yeah. interesting. Um, I hope it succeeds because it's um. It's such a fascinating idea. We'll have to we'll have to give it a go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, man. For sure. Mm. And then uh the last thing that I recognise here, there are obviously other other games there is um how many total? Nine quick maths. Uh, thirteen total. Uh the last one is Subnautica Below Zero, which is obviously the huge expansion for Subnautica. Um, you know, arguably one of the scariest fucking games ever created. Um <laughs> I uh, know I'm not alone. That game has like really good reviews. Um, you know, it's obviously been early access for years. It released fully like, you know, three or four years ago or something. But um, I can't play that game for longer than an hour without actually pissing myself. No. But you do have a fear of, of deep, you do have a deep sea fear. <laughs> yes. But I mean, I, even I, it sets me on edge playing it as well. Um, but yeah, definitely you more so. It's like you can, you can you could probably play a lot of uh, spider scenarios in video games and RPGs where I would crumble away into a puddle and sink into a drain. Um, oh. I would hate it. I mean, you say I you like it. horror games, mate. Time to stream There's some always spiders. I bet there'll be sea spiders. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I'm actually quite interested because you said, um, you said the Metro Exodus is kind of next or, or, or up there for your, um, for your backlog to play next yeah and, uh, that I... game has an awful awful spider like level like area to the point <laughs> i i was i was sweating and shitting myself all at the same time just every single orifice was leaking in some way jesus christ it was it was awful it was awful deck all you have is like a fucking lighter <laughs> like a cigarette lighter in a pitch black level and it's just scuttling everywhere and they're chasing you it's so awful <laughs> it was like my worst nightmare all right i'm sorry i'm sorry we had to bring this it's like back they out. actually probed me in my sleep and then developed a level around my <laughs> worst nightmare <laughs> and that game looks so good now with the, with the optimization so it's going to be even worse yeah. i'll really be able to see yeah. all of their like eggs and legs you know it's gonna be great yeah it's it's god it was awful <laughs> Yeah, I'll have to God. dip my toes into that. Yeah. Huh. Boys and girls, we um we have covered everything today. Everything. We've covered everything. <laughs> Nothing else has yeah. happened. This is all of the world news summarized. Yeah. Um you're welcome. <laughs> uh if you've made it this far, we'd love we'd love a subscription. We'd we'd love a like notification bell. You know how this goes. You you listen Give to other podcasts share. and other YouTube videos. Give us a share. Follow us on Twitter. 
have a walk, have a drink. You've earned it. Drink. Hydrate. You've yeah. earned it. Exactly. Um, Tim, do you have any words to sign off today's podcast? Uh, no. You said it all. <laughs> you said I've. Good to know. As as you do every week. And then you just fling it to me and just <laughs> cock me. You just you just cock me every single week. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, well, he's going to get really close to the mic now and say goodbye. It's so. been an absolute pleasure. <laughs> Have a wonderful day, a wonderful week, and we'll see you next weekend when uh, Xbox acquires um, the United States of America. Acquires <laughs> <laughs> Sony. Yeah, bye. The Acquires a Quick Resume podcast. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.